Oh, do you think she stands on something at that point? <laughs> there she goes. Indeed. Marvellous there. It Thank can you. mean one thing on a Saturday morning, a bit of Diana Ross. Indeed, it's the uh, All Out Radio Show. It is indeed. Here on All FM with Murray and with me, Claire. Hello, Claire. And with special guests. We've got a special guest. We're yeah. not introducing him yet, don't speak. No, we're not. We're not. We're He's not in the room I don't, yet. You can't speak. <laughs> don't speak. <laughs> It's not here. It's just. Uh, anyway, we? it's an LGBT show for uh, for the world as we know it. It is. We know because the streaming. Yes. So it's back uh, on. Yes. So hopefully, people in New Mills. People in New Mills are listening to people us in loud and clear. Yeah. It's not New Mills. Well, who have we got in New Mills? Isn't that your mate, Chapel. Catherine Chapel? Oh, Chapel in the Frith. Yeah. Close to New Mills. Close to New Mills, <laughs> but not. But no cigar. Unless they're moving. Yes. And live, and any, all across the world. Yes. Oh, I've been watching that this week. That's terrible, isn't it? Grand Tour, Amazon. Oh, happy to Jeremy done. Clarkson. Look at oh, the look on your face. Dear, dear, dear. I've been off all week. It's fine. Okay, Never mind. I'm just adjusting the bits. Okay. I'll just sit and hold <laughs> out. Yes. Yeah, all the, all the gear's working well this it week is, again. We again. Are, but we are streaming, which is fabulous. So we are here. So well done to all the work that people are putting in to get us on air and keep us on air at the minute. Indeed. And it uh, had a big opening this it, it, it uh, did last night. Old Libby Library, where we are. We are in the broom cupboard. Yes. But you that's that's make, good. That makes you my Gordon the Gopher. Does it? Or does it make you my Gordon the Gopher? No, you're Ed the Duck. Ed the Duck, and he yeah, is Ed, Ed the Duck. Because you, yeah. you do know Andy Craig, don't you? I do. Do you know, it's his birthday today, and he is won't it? be expecting to have a mention <laughs> on the LGBT show on uh, on All FM, but yeah, it's his birthday today. Is he still on? Happy birthday. Radio uh, No, he's oh, on oh. key. He's on key. 103? Well, he's, he's kind of on a key that goes... To loads of different areas, so it's a, it's a kind of a greatest hits show, I believe. Okay, yeah, I don't know everything about his life. <laughs> You're not stalking him in any way. No, he's married and got three daughters. There oh, you go. Oh, so, what have we got up on the on the lovely radio show today? Uh, on this fantastic show, we will be looking at some LGBT news, and uh, we'll be talking about birthdays any minute now. But we do have the uh, fantastic, fantastic Henry. Who, who still can't speak yet? They still don't speak, Henry. <laughs> in, this, in the in the world of free speech, you can't say a word. Um, from the GRT LGBT Alliance. Now, he'll tell you all about that and what it means um, soon. In a little bit later on, yeah. as they say. That's almost like radio, isn't it? <laughs> and, and in the meantime, oh, any birthdays? I've birthdays. got calls, you can tell. I'll be uh, sniffing throughout. Okay, um, so, of course, Andy Crane. But he won't be listening. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Andy Crane. I know, there you are. And, uh, well, it's going to be my mate. Dave's birthday yeah. on the third of March, and normally I do. Um, I'm, I'm doing a gig in uh, in Levenjim for uh, the Irish Festival, but it's going to be. Is it on soon? Be, is it on now? Yeah, it starts next weekend, I think. Oh. Um, and it, that's if you want to come to the gig. It's on the tenth. It's on the tenth of March. But normally Dave would be on with us, but we've got an all women lineup. Uh, we've got everybody can come in. It's all open to all, but it's an all women lineup because it's part of International Women's Day as well. <sighs> Which comes on? I know we get oh. a day. We get a day. One whole day. Eight. When do men get a day? Oh, here we you go. <laughs> like you wouldn't know on this show. So, <laughs> so Dave, happy birthday! Because I'm sure you're listening too. I've got birthdays. Go on. from last week. Mm-hmm. I might as well redo the whole lot. My brother, I forgot. Oh, <laughs> no, no didn't you forget. did mention. Yeah, yeah you my did brother. Mention. And then Neil, of course, was this week. Yes, just gone. Okay. Uh, did he have a good one? He had a fabulous one. Great. I thought it should see the cake I bought him with a little rainbow cake. You, you. Uh, you normally make them, don't no. you? No. No, OK. Can't be bothered. All right. Uh, and <laughs> then it's his sister, um, Tess, tomorrow. OK, happy birthday, Tess. Uh, and uh, my good friend, Dan Goodley, oh. is, who's currently in Canada with Rod and Tanya and Rebecca oh, and, Rosie and yeah. Rosa and Ruby. Uh, they're on having a bit of a jolly. You've got uh, a lot of mates, you, uh, you? And then another nephew, uh, Michael's, in a couple of weeks. So OK. Have you not got any people from France, you know, where you... We don't know anyone in live. France. So you've not got, you know, not got Pierre... Or anybody from, yeah. from, from your little village. Yeah. <laughs> no, from our little village. Deep, no, they don't yeah. talk to us. Don't we're, they? We're like foreign people. Okay. You know. Just speak loudly. Yeah. Yeah. We loudly, slowly. Although I'm going to a French class. Oh, very good. Yes. it's. Um, I know how to describe something that's underneath something now. Oh. With brown eyes. Right. It's useful. <laughs> Never mind. Would you like a track? <laughs> Who knows? Conchita. There she goes. Love it. Indeed. And happy birthday to everybody. If we've missed you out, we're really sorry, but happy birthday, Andy Crane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> the whole show dedicated to Andy Who would have known? Who would have known? I know. Ed the Duck. 
And the duck, yeah, indeed. Does feel like that. Mm. Never mind. So, do you want to introduce the guest now? I will. Um, we do talking. have uh, Henry. Thank you for coming in. You can speak from, now. Y- yes, Good morning, yeah, guys. Hey, oh, Thank bless you for having you. me. No, it was, it was a pleasure. And you're from the GRT LGBT Alliance. Would you like to say what that means? So, um, I'm a Romani gypsy. So, in other words, I don't want to get confused from Roma to Romani. So, Romani is like an English traditional gypsy. Right. Um, of course, Roma comes from an, um, the Romanian side of, uh, uh, across the waters, but they are here as well. So you're Roman. Traveller, travellers as part of that kind of right. word because we travelled, people still travel around from our community. Um, and also there's Irish travellers as well. So I think there's a lot more confusion when the media portrays uh, the Irish community is really out there and like on Big Fat Gypsy Wedding, but actually the Romany side, I, I always kind of say I'm an <laughs> English traditional gypsy, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and then the Irish. That does conjure up pictures of a little kind of a horse-drawn um, wooden yeah, caravan that, that thing, would, doesn't it? Yeah, that would have happened in my ancestors and generations, my grand and so on. So, um, And then the LGBTQI, it seems to be getting longer, doesn't it? It does, it, it does. These, these letters yeah. and, it's, <laughs> and the longer we try and think of titles. It's, uh, exactly. <laughs> when it's I try and say it, it's literally a mouthful and... Uh, Take three breaths to try and pronounce it. I know, it's like it's like pulling out a load of uh, letters from Scrabble or something. Uh, it? Take your pick. I know, I, I get lost, and then you, when you're sitting in places, you think you need to try and act, uh, remember everything and all mm. of those. And the alliances that um, trying to get partnerships together. So I'm a gay gypsy, and it's a whole new world, and to try and um, educate and understand what that means in society today. So, you've come out as, as, a, as a gay man in the gypsy community. Do you... Um, was, was that easy to do, for starters? No, not at all. Um, I'm very proud of my heritage. Um, we've seen, I've seen some amazing places travelling around, but the oppression the community really facing, education, in health, accommodation, is really... It's really poor in, in, in England, even still today, like site provision, etc. The, the list can go on. But we, we saw many, many amazing places while travelling around, but there has to be a point where you want to settle down. But I, already, I always knew from around a very young age that I was different and that my feelings was that I might fancy men. <laughs> And there was no way I was ever going to be able to have those conversations um, because it was never talked about. It was never in 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 our household or within the community. And it, it's it's that feeling of shame. It's something that is an unknown or something that people don't agree with or approve of. Um, and of course we had the Gypsy Boy book wrote and unfortunately Mickey Walsh he wrote that and it was amazing and you can kind of really relate to a lot of things within that book of course I can't relate to the abusive side of stuff but the the, the whole other things because it's a real masculine environment the GRT community and um, there's this expectation that you should be stereotyped of being this person Mm -hmm. And not another person, really. Right. So, um. Oh. Hello. hello. <laughs> Siri's, Siri's trying so, to get a word. Someone's, someone's coming in, coming in on your phone. Dead interesting, you see. So they're all at it yeah. from computers and everything. Um, so you've come out. So how, how did you find, considering it's, it's so, you know, it's kind of difficult in that sense, how did you find others to, to, you know, to form an alliance, if you like? So. I'm 32, I didn't tell my parents until I was 26, even though, because every, with years that you grow within the traveller community, there's this expectation, I believe, that you have to get married at such a young age, so the cultural... In, in, pre- in a big frock. Well, but not you, me personally, you, but... You know, <laughs> I, I still choose the big frog. I always, with, the flash, with flashing, <laughs> flashing butterflies and things but like that. But there's this expectation, so the older you get, the more kind of questions is kind of probably asked. Like, but 
at the age of 26, I, I, I had a very, very good life down in South. Um, I, I was a, a, a GRT activist. I work for Friends, Families and Travellers as a community engagement. <laughs> do, we do apologise. Everything's what, going off What today. we know is that people are trying to get in the building and I'll it's just the, the loudest bell on the on. planet. So do I carry on? Please yeah. carry on, please so carry on. Yeah. I, I, was, I work within community engagement and I work with many, many services and the one thing I wouldn't speak about was homosexuality or LGBT and, of course... I said to my mum, "Here, love, I, know, I need to tell you something. My dad is." Did she? Did she have an inkling? Did she? I, I think, think so. I right. think when I said to my mum, I kind of I, I built up the courage at that point, and I just said to my mum, "The words I said, dear love, I, you need to sit down because I've got something to tell you." And my mum's just so dramatic and started saying, "Oh, are you okay? You're not well. Like, are you well?" And everything. Yes, mum. Yes. Mm. And I was like. You know, I got kind of gay friends, and I go kind of gay clubbing and stuff. Yeah, hello Sherlock. I'm trying to tell you something here. And she, uh, she just filled the room with love and compassion. Gorgeous. Um, and then, um, of course, my dad's reaction was a bit, but it's what I expected of my dad because he, he comes from a generation that doesn't understand it really. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think it was ever going to be the journey they would have liked to set out because I'm, I'm sure everyone wants grandchildren and wants us to do that no, but I mean, have you got siblings I've got siblings yeah I've got I've got four siblings and and they've been amazing but at that time and the reality of it I was in a very very difficult situation in my life and so I I felt all this oppression of being... I didn't want other travellers to feel like my family was shameful and and so on. So that's when I kind of decided to pack a car and run to Manchester. Right. And Why Manchester? Pardon? Why Manchester? Because I had a friend here who I met at a Pride event right. um, a while ago and I just said to her, I was like, I need somewhere to go. I can't be here. And... I think at the time you make drastic choices, maybe right or wrong, because I I had a comfortable life with him. My, I saw my family every day. I was really close to them. I had a really I had a reasonably really good job. But I was a massive activist in doing stuff. I had my own place, and then I just became homeless because mm. of this situation that I was in, and. I was staying with my friend and it got to a point where I wrote my parent, my mum a letter to say I'm running away and I think the biggest factor was I was isolated, I felt on my own, I was in a place that I didn't know, um, I struggled with accents as well. <laughs> The Manchester accent there, the our accent is a bit. He's from somewhere else. So I, I, I was just, I was just at that point in a very, very dark place that I almost took my life. Mm. And the reality of it was, people say it's selfish, but I challenge that because they don't actually understand people's circumstances why that has happened, and. When I went through that process, and the next thing, of course, I woke up in hospital, and I think my mum and dad got told, of course, they come all the way up to Manchester, and their reaction was heartwarming and just said, it doesn't matter who you are, um, we would rather have you here in life and be whoever you want to be than visit a graveside. Wow, amazing. We'll talk more after this. I hate it when a song finishes quickly. <laughs> you can tell you don't, don't know what I'm doing. It's the All Out Radio Show, which is, you can tell that as well, uh, here on lovely All FM on this lovely, shiny Saturday morning. It is. Gorgeous out there. Rather beautiful. And we've got Henry on from, I'm going to do it this time. Go on, good. And uh, from the Northwest Gypsy Roma Traveller LGBTQI Alliance. You need a catchy title. You need to rename yourself as something like, oh, I don't know. That's why I don't Wonderful. want advertising. Yeah, but then yeah. you're not all-inclusive, are you? You're trying to... Separate yeah, yeah. yeah, so on. So, so you were just saying before we we had the track um, that um, you're in the hospital, tried to take your life. Your mum and dad came down and just said, "We love you. We love you. We prefer you here." 
they're not they're still struggling with your sexuality I guess are they at that time yeah I think I think I respect the culture so much that you have to understand that it's still the biggest elephant in the room when it comes to talking about differences mm-hmm. and and finding that acceptance within a community that is very stuck in generational ways I think you have to respect that's the way they mm-hmm. are so me going I can have an open discussion with my mum um, but I still also respect my dad's uh, generation and uh, and so on so I mean but, I mean is it that they're concerned for you in the, in a sense I think of how of how your community may react to you or, or how how's it No I, I I think I think they've got to a point it's where like life is much more important than losing a child mm-hmm. because I don't think it's unbearable for any parent to go through that Absolutely um and the reality is that was how close it was and I think I think they got to a point is we've accepted this and um, this is who you are but they are so proud of what I'm doing and to try and reach out to many others and trying to educate and understand but there's one thing I want to make clear to the listeners I'm so proud of my heritage I'm so proud of where I come from and I love my family more than life itself um, but I think it's easier for me being away from, mm-hmm. from not from them because it's a. It, I don't yeah, want to come you, across. You're with, you're with them, but you're. Uh, yeah, it's easier for me to distance. be, to be gay, to be who I am in a totally different place right. and surround myself with people that are like-minded and so on. Right. So you've you've gone through this you know life-changing experience um to start the alliance how you know an alliance expects to have you know it's it's not just one person so it's about how you connect with people to draw them together so again from my experience of being uh, an activist for the grt community and to try and fight for their human rights in the UK and learning from other people and the inequalities that services are, I soon realised that actually our LGBT voices within the GRT community are so oppressed. And if anything, we get double discrimination because of our... I don't want to say everyone in our community, but our fear in the GRT community of the word gay... Mm-hmm. And then the fear of the word of the settled community of the word gypsy. Can you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, me being Henry, I I spoke to my my mum, and I said, look, someone needs to stand up and be counted, and and someone needs to make a change, and someone needs to give these people voices in society, and. I soon realised when I started to reach out that it is a massive crisis and statistically when you look at it we have the highest rate of suicide in men in the country between the ages of 16 and 35 out of any community. And is that that's the whole uh, of your community not just the LGBT part of the community is it? Yeah that's the whole of our community. Do we know why? So traveller advocacy services and other people would say it could be because they are forced into bricks and mortar for um, either prison, ser- prison, the criminal services or prison and so on. But no one's ever said it's because of their sexual identity. It's kind of like it's brushed under the, under the carpet. Like, I know of lads who have committed suicide who... I, I'm not here to out anyone or whatever, but our community say, oh, it was because he was on drugs or because of something else but the reality is there's a reason why he was on those drugs or 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 the reason why that was behind it and I have challenged many people to say you you need to start considering their sexual identity and let's not just think about gay uh, not gay guys uh, guys in our community are seven times more likely to commit suicide than anyone else 
but our women are four times more likely. So you can kind of want to link in with sexuality in that scenario. Um, so I'm a massive, a massive promoter on actually um, primary care trust, the government traveller services and LGBT services recognise that we're a, commu- we're a community but those services are not at- acknowledging our voices So, I mean you said off air earlier about um, reaching out to government so you, you've, you've managed to speak to people in, in Parliament? Yeah, so the traveller... And again, how did you get into it? Because right. it's quite difficult sometimes isn't so, it? So we, we was very lucky that the traveller movement approached me and said we really want to do something about LGBT. So the Traveller Movement is a, a national policy advocacy service for travellers. And they've actually took it by the, by the hands. Yvonne, the chief executive, said, let's do something. So we made a video, and I think within the first week, we had 40,000 hits. But the one thing that video shows, yes, we can have the conversation about gay, uh, about LGBT, is that actually those very men, including myself, are still so isolated. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Still so isolated. It was groundbreaking to make that kind of video. But what we needed to to do from that video was that I've pushed the agenda within services. Okay, we've done the video. We now need an action. How are we going to fill this in? And unfortunately, we've not got that. Okay, not yet. Not yet. Okay, we'll have a track and then we'll come back. There's more to love than Boy Meets Girl by the Common Arts. Indeed. I know, a different, a different uh, track. A, di- a different track. There is. Oh, the there is, is they did more than one. You'd be amazed that Small they did. Small town boy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there was one about not leaving somebody that way, or I don't know oh, that yeah, one. Oh, yeah, that one Next. as well. Yep, good one. Henry's looking at us going, what are they talking about? <laughs> we normally only ever play Small Town Boy. <laughs> and they really did play Small Town or Boy. Or Bonnie Tyler. Or Bonnie Tyler, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. So, uh, it's the LGBT show, and we're having a really interesting chat with Henry here. Um, from the Northwest Gypsy Roma Traveller LGBTQI Alliance. And his mum might be listening. You're going to say hello to me, mum? Oh, yeah. Hi, mum. Oh, <laughs> Hi, Henry's mum. Hi, Henry's mum. We yeah. think you're great. It's fabulous for listening. Uh, so, you've, how long ago did you set the alliance up? So, it's been since I found all the inequalities in services within society. And... I was a single voice writing from my Gmail account trying to get uh, a response and unfortunately I didn't get a response to my personal voice so it's been since the the launch of the LGBT GRT video people can access on it just put Traveller Movement G- GRT LGBT into YouTube into YouTube, YouTube. you see, see our voices on there and if you actually if you tweet it we'll retweet it yeah, as well yeah, for yeah, those yeah. that are I'll, on I'll tweet and go so but how long have you been doing it in time wise what the group yeah uh, about a month oh, okay so it's, it's really it's new it's so Excellent. new it's okay. so new because I thought well if I'm not getting a if I'm not getting a reply from people from just saying Henry Chapman I need a bit of whack behind me, do you know what I mean? Hence why I formed the name of that group. And the one thing I wanted to to really be clear, we're not just about for LGBT. There's so much underrepresentation in services in the North West for all Gypsies, Roman travellers, i.e. Manchester, Preston, Bolton, Chorley, Blackpool. There are no advocacy services for their voices so I wanted it to be inclusive that actually Gypsy Roma travellers could come and speak to us as well. But of course, my big passion is around LGBT. So and also with you putting the LGBT on it, will that stop some of the? I think of your so. It was always community. going to be controversial, but you know what? You have to push the barriers. Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? So, um, and actually, if both communities understood each other and educated each other they face the same very similar discrimination in society and I think for a lot of people I mean particularly the LGBT community our first uh, experience of anything Gypsy or Roma was was um, Gypsy Boy as a book uh, and you, we kind of touched on that and how, how did you feel about that the that book and how it worked I thought it was groundbreaking I think it was a, such a good re- I couldn't put it down but yeah. a lot of stuff in that I could relate to of course the abusive side of it, I couldn't relate to it. Okay. 
Um, but course, have you seen that go on in the community? Have you heard about that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, domestic violence, um, maybe some uh, sexual abuse. Um, it's not really spoken about, but I, I, I feel like that, that does go on. And also creating safe spaces for people just to talk so um, from the gypsy boy thinking what happened with Mickey Walsh and this is my opinion mm-hmm. so please I don't want to I don't want to say Mickey Walsh wrote a really good book and it was really informative to the community and that but he chose to kind of keep it private afterwards within his life and I, I would have for me as a gay traveller I would have liked for him to be more out and stand because he, he wrote something groundbreaking, do you know what I mean? So, but that that's his choice. Life is full of choices and we have to respect that's the way they want mm. to live, do you know what I mean? So, I kind of... It'll be, a, well, I imagine it'll be a fear thing. That, yeah, that's, of, course, that's of course it yeah. is. But I, I think when you've got the support of your family and your siblings... No one else really matters, it, it, uh, like in that kind of aspect. Mm. You know what I mean? As long as I know I've got their support, my I'm empowered to do more because the reality of it, each day we're having a young man take his life. Like why we'd speak? Do you know what I mean? So what happened was the group got formed. It's kind of me, and I have a pro. Uh, I, I have my proactive friend who's a traveller woman who is straight who who supports us and with that well, I feel like we've got a bit more of a, a crowd behind us but we've now got this project that actually people can reach out we, we don't, unfortunately we don't have a website at the moment but we're on Facebook we're on Twitter and stuff, stuff on that but I also set up a forum a while ago that other guys could come and speak and I didn't I'll be honest, I haven't really touched what lesbian, well, bisexuals can speak in there, but I've not really touched lesbians or transgender, and that's on our agenda to do. But because I was a gay guy, I wanted to speak to other like-minded guys. Start from where you know. Yeah, start from from where I know. And unfortunately, there are guys... I, I don't want to. I don't want wives to think. Oh, it's my husband again. <laughs> or stuff like that. But unfortunately, in society, <laughs> there is this oppression where there are guys with children who are married and stuff like that who may be confused or just living that well, way of life. And I think that goes across the communities, doesn't it? I don't think that's unique. So, I mum, if you're listening, everywhere. dad isn't gay. As far as we're aware, come on. <laughs> Or many others, but I'm just saying that a part of this forum, those conversations happen, and there are a lot of young, there are men on this forum that just want to talk. Unfortunately, there's not pictures of them; they got usernames, but we, it's a space for them to speak. Oh, we've got 250 really? members wow. on the forum. I was going to ask you if you if you if you're alone, but and that's just in a month, or has that been going longer than that? that? That's been going a bit oh, okay. longer than a month, but. That that that's but we've grown since mm. this last month and it's just people just want to talk and they have the opportunity to uh, private message myself because I'm out there I try and tell them about anything what's going on and the saddest thing guys is some of them are in crisis do you know what I mean and there's nowhere to signpost all I can do mm. is give them Samaritans numbers. Because mm. our voices are not acknowledging services, and that, and it's shameful for traveller services, and it's shameful for LGBT services that they're not acknowledged. People say, and what I find is, well, I travel up and down the country. I have these conversations. I get piled with cards afterwards and say we need to do something, but all I hear is words and no action. There's no, there's no coalition of saying, let's do something. We're not on. Unfortunately, I push chief executives on where are we on your agenda each day? Do you know what I mean? While people are taking their own lives. So I've got nowhere to, all I can do, and I'm not a trained counsellor, I'm just a person that they are speaking to, and all I can do is, is do my best. And unfortunately, there have, been, there have been times where people have committed suicide, and I've heard through the group and 
it saddens me because we have a responsibility as society to these people do you know what I mean to these to these men and um, but I can't you can get emotional about it but you have to just try and keep fighting with the services. I want there to be an opportunity that I can signpost them or we work with the police or we work with families as well. Let's work with the families to educate that it's okay to be gay and be a gypsy and be gay, like embrace it. Do you know what I mean? That, that, that's the massive thing for us. Yeah, you're okay. a great advocate, that's for sure. You really are. We're going to have a track that you've actually requested, because otherwise it's just been me. Uh, and Andra Day? Yes. I don't know Andra Day at all. Tell us about why we're going to play Rise Up. That rise Up, I just think it, it reaches out to all our members to rise up and stand up and be counted. Do you know what I mean? Stand up and support us, and I love her. And it just fits my life, that that, that tune. Lovely track there. And Andra Day. Andra Day. Andra Day, rise up. And you are doing, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Every day. Every day. Every day. Many challenges ahead, but... But you'll get there. I think yeah. the passion that you've shown us, just even while we're talking on air and that we're off air, I think, you know, you're going to make it work, aren't you? We have to. We have to. Um, is the... Are there any groups that are physically meeting uh, for the community at all? Is there any way if someone's listening and thinking, oh, I'd really like to actually physically meet someone and and join together rather than just being online, is there anywhere like that at all in the area? Unfortunately not. Okay. Um, so I think for me it's about empowering others to do what I do and try and have those conversations, but I think we have to realise the word fear we, we don't want to push anyone to come out if they, if, they, if they don't want to do it it's all in people's own time but I think they have no trust within services to try and build that trust to come out because if someone did want to run or leave their, leave their families because of this or whatever there is no support mechanisms in place So if you, if you had a dream of how you know, if you could go, if you just click your fingers and say, right, what we need is this from various organisations or, or society or whatever, what what would it be? What, what I think it my be? first thing is oh. that they... Sorry. I think the first thing I would love them to do is acknowledge us. Mm -hmm. That would be a start. And then for travellers advocacy services, the people that are the forefront of policy and practices and representing my voice as well also stand with me and push LGBT services to do more as well and together we can do a lot more but while they while traveller services there are some proactive chief executives and I think the more I push them the more they need to have those conversations but there's a big part of our community what are the life and light of the church and there are many children in their congregations who are listening to when they preach. I, I, I've never been to one so I can't say they are homophobic in their preach so I don't do that but they are against uh, being homophobic. So, But there are children in their congregations that who are trying to identify themselves sexually in that and all the time they are promoting hate preach towards LGBT they are oppressing their prayers and they're not listening to their prayers and all they are asking is for to be loved and to be accepted that's all we ever want to be in that and I think I that I've traveller services and LGBT services need to stand up now and say we need to do more and they're not doing they're not doing enough I think one of the issues at the minute it could be because it's just you I think if there was a dozen of you that went yes we need it then there, there might be a more listening but I think people give oh it's just you so we'll not bother so but it shouldn't be you, like no it shouldn't they be have like to that. understand no, that but I think it no starts with one though doesn't there, it there, yeah. there's no confidence in in others to kind of come out and but you did but I had to go through life-changing experiences mm. to be where I am sitting here today, knowing to go against the, the grind of what is expected. 
travelers have to understand that we're here like that, that of course there's over half a million gypsies in this country if they say there's no LGBT then they need to, re- mm. <laughs> to yeah. rethink what they're thinking do you know what I mean so um, it's the like I said it's the biggest it's very thing much a chicken and an egg situation isn't yeah, it it's like you, you need the support but you're not but in, there's no one out there that's showing we that they want the support to be able to give the support is there so it's, it's, it's a very not difficult about situation me. it's not it's not yeah, just about sure. me it's about other people's lives and until we can portray that I and the biggest start of that is the media and unfortunately programs like Big Fat Gypsy Wedding I'm really full for like gypsy kids and stuff like that and it goes back to education but they don't portray me as a gay traveller and that's most that is the most important thing do you, th- do you think it's a fair programme? no right it's not a fair programme like the Irish community and the Romani community they face the same inequalities but they believe in different things so when the likes of grabbing happens in the Irish community that doesn't happen in our community so then everyone tars us with that same kind of brush do you know what I mean yeah because that's the general the, the, big that's image that's the general aspect of yeah, it and yeah. I our community, the Romani community, is still very quite secretive in what, what they put out to media and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm not surprised. Where Irish <laughs> in the, in community can be a bit more full front, and that's yeah. really good in some respects. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole thing is about how how the LGBT for you know plus community comes together is because people um, help each other. I mean, that's supposedly the way of it, you know. I'm a lesbian. That doesn't mean to say I'm not going to support... I know, isn't that it's a surprise? I'm not going to support gay men in, in certain issues or whatever. And that's surely what we tr- you're trying to get yeah, across. Yeah, let, let's not lose sight. In the UK, we've, Bless you. we've come you. a long way since, like, Section 28 and so on. Like, we've, we've, we've made strides, the equal marriage and all of this, but... Those very people just think about how it was 50 years ago for them. That's how it is for mm. us. That's how you feel today. it is, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And until we get more role models out there and more to say, let's have that confidence and make parents aware. So what happens is, because I'm quite out there in the social media and I will speak about experiences and I talk about my journey of being a traveller and being gay and etc. My par- my mum will always... Uh, comment on those and say that and with that parents have reached out to my mum do you know what I mean so you are making a difference I'm making a I think we're making a massive difference but more needs to be done I can believe it unfortunately we do need to wrap it up now because we're hurtling towards the end of the hour so if people want to get in touch with you give us a few links and social media things where people can get hold of you so we're on Twitter uh (laughs) you've changed it haven't you I think that's why I, I, I have changed it recently to try and make it more catchy <laughs> and now I'm looking like so I should catchy. know I'm a director and I should know about this <laughs> and you told so, us we should know about it as well um, so you will be looking it's for the North- Northwest Gypsy uh, Roma Traveller LGBTQI Alliance GRT, so we're that Twitter at GRT LGBT and we're on Facebook as well, the Northwest GRT LGBT Alliance. Excellent. Page. And I did share that on the All Out Radio Show yeah. uh, page yesterday, so that is there as well. Uh, I'd like to thank you so much for coming thank on. You for yeah, having me. Really, it's honestly, been, thank it's you. been thank great you so to talk much. to you about it all. And good luck, and hopefully, you'll come back and tell us yes. more. That fantastic. Like a someone like does radio uh, yeah, come back and tell us more about how it went in the future so but good luck with everything that you do thank you so much thank you, you. alright join me Steve Short for Remade Remodeled every Tuesday 4 till 5 for some of the very best indie remixes and cover versions and a bit of randomness and banter all FM 96.9 you know what it is Healthwatch Manchester is recruiting volunteers. We're your local consumer champion for health and care services. If you care about local services and want to help improve them, join our team of volunteers and take part in a range of exciting initiatives. We investigate hospital services, GP practices, patient transport and much more. A full training package is provided and your expenses covered. For an application pack, ring 0161 830 2070 or email info at healthwatchmanchester.co.uk. Healthwatch Manchester, help improve our local services. The Nubian Times, your source for diverse news. Online daily at thenubiantimes.com. Bad news sounds, good news inspires.
Well, you don't know how long he's got, do you? (laughs) (laughs) There goes Midge. (laughs) Little Midge. On and on. Annoying. (laughs) Dancing with tears in his eyes. Obviously couldn't think of any words, so just did an outro of of half an hour. So, oh, but it's the second hour of the all-out radio show here on lovely All FM. Yes. Is it nice out? I've not seen the outside world. Can you hear the birds tweeting? I do hear the birds it's tweeting. Quite, quite, I quite sweet, isn't yeah, it, in the background? Yeah. <laughs> Not like the other side of Lemon Zoo where I live. <laughs> we don't have birds tweeting. Oh, we've got a park I've got mad, everything. I've bought, a, um, I've bought a nest box, bird box thing. Oh, have you? Yes. Oh, very nice. I went mad in being cute yesterday. Yeah. I thought Armageddon's coming, the beast from the east. Oh, yeah. So I bought wooden coal and I thought I'll buy some bird seed in a nesting oh, box. Bless so you. You've no, got if, your rations in, have you? <laughs> So I can always eat them. So there's no birds in it by Wednesday. It's coming down. I mean, they must yeah. move in immediately. Okay. Never mind. So yeah. this is the second hour of the All Out Radio Show. Yeah. If, in the first hour, we've just had Henry on from the Northwest Gypsy Roma Traveller LGBTQI Alliance. Yes. Who you can uh, contact on Twitter at GRTLGBT. And um, I hope people do, because at the minute... He- He's there fighting on his own, isn't he? But for me, it's the power of one voice. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I was really taken with him. I think, I th- you know, I'm very impressed that yes. he's so passionate well, about he's, trying he's to do stuff. He's doing that now. did get a chance to ask him I what know, his name didn't, was. I know, well. we'll have to get him back in. We'll, we'll have, have to get, get back him back in. in. But I think it, it, it is that chicken and egg thing whereby you don't know if you're going to get any support and because you're one voice at the yes. minute not to say is, is the one voice that's out and, and yes, saying it absolutely. doesn't mean there's a million and one voices who are you know whispering somewhere else I guess yeah. and it is about and I think us as an LGBT community have to take responsibility for trying to include as many you know different groups as, as we can and it's almost I think he almost put across about the discriminatory attitude of, of, oh, a, a, of the a non, racist, homophobic, yeah, non traveller community. Yeah. You know, it, the, the, is. Is we were never brought us. up to support. We've always the the press that has uh, is, is, been prevalent in this country seventies, eighties, nineties. You know, in the fifties when you were growing up, uh, has <laughs> yeah, always <indeed>. said that <laughs> travellers were wrong and gypsies were wrong and they should be moved and it's nimbyism and these you can't go anywhere. So we've always had this against the, we've always been told that it's bad don't we and yeah. it's not is well it? I think there's two things I think one about about the you know the shocking indictment that he feels like the 50 years you know away from us I mean 50 years obviously it was just when gay men you know the, the decriminalisation of, of gay men I guess um, and, and he thinks that's how far back they are but just one story about my mum and we were brought up in Chilton and there was um, there was a brook. Capital of the world. There was a brook, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't live there now. Oh heck! Uh, and uh, and there was a brook not far from us. And um, somebody uh, there was a traveller family, and one of the kids had fallen in. Mm. And they went from house to house to try and find somebody who would just allow them to use the washing facilities. And my mum said, "Yeah, come in, come in." And I just thought she taught me about acceptance mm. and about tolerance and about kindness basically and compassion and i just think it's it's this is it's still it's still going on that they've got this massive massive discrimination going on for for henry's community and we need to stop it i think one of the reasons for that this uh, he feels that the organizations will be against him is because organizations run on funding Mm-hmm. If there's no uh, seen need, then there's no funding available for that need. So it's very much a chicken and egg. So they go, yeah, if we if you say we can engage 300 people, mm-hmm. then we can get funding for it. But at the minute, if we say it's just engaging you, then but, we can't get funding for it. And I think that's a brick wall that needs to come uh, down. About indeed. It. And I think, but I think the other side is that a lot of LGBT communities, uh, communities or organisations are trying to tackle isolation. And it, that's the chicken mm. and egg as well, because yeah. if you're isolated, you're not coming forward to try and get into using services that may be, that may be available for you. So that's another thing that organisations have to do is find new, interesting ways of, of, you know, meeting people who may deem themselves to be isolated or Indeed. are isolated. Brilliant. Shall we have um, one of my favourites, a bit of Wichita line, man? Oh, yes. Shall we? Love it. Australia. 
You know when I say Mike's going live, that's yeah. when you be quiet. I like I hear you. <laughs> Something uh-huh. about Australia going to come up. I bet you uh, think it's a story about Australia. Yeah, there is. Anyway, I'll tell you later. Okay. I might not tell you now. No, I the suspense. <laughs> uh, where was I going to go? Oh, another another Commonwealth country. Yes. Canadian land. Oh yeah. Every, where, where your mates live. Yeah. Yeah. Going in May. Right. Yeah. Oh, are you? Uh, and uh, Dan and Rebecca are out there currently. Right. Doing uh, work things, I think they did half an hour, uh, and they've been skiing in Canadian land. Right? Who knew they could do such a thing? Uh, but links in nicely. It's the Winter Olympics. Yes. <laughs> this is not working. This radio. If you just put down that iPad for a minute, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to go off. Oh, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Yeah. Winter Olympics. Have you watched Indeed. any? I um, do you know I'm not great on the Winter Olympics. I tell you for why. It's boring, isn't it? No, because people fall over all the time. It's just <laughs> I just find it hurt. Wasn't there somebody? I'd like who, to do the um, that's spinning round in as you, oh. on your skis. Oh, well, that's snowboarding that pipe, business. Pipe. Oh no, these are half pipe now. Right. Uh, yeah. No, the bobsled. I'd like to do that. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Really? Okay then. Yeah, down our road. Yeah. Uh, but no, what I was going to say? <laughs> on the flat. On the flat. <laughs> Motorised. With the in a car. Um, <laughs> Along the uh, down the West Coast main line, right? <laughs> no, back to Canada. Yes, Eric Radford, the skater, is the first openly gay man to win a Winter Olympics gold. Brilliant! Mm. Can you guess what sport it was? You said skating. Oh, did I? Yeah, but figure skating. <laughs> oh, figure skating. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speed skating. Yeah. How small have you? I've watched the speed skating. Oh, dear, it's that the smallest poor little circuit in the world. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Christy falls over the slightest thing is it yeah but uh, oh what a shame I mean that is I like a get up and go because you definitely need to have it poor thing though honestly I really feel sorry for her never mind anyway back to me yeah Uh, Canadian figure skater Eric Radford has said he might uh, he might explode with pride after becoming the first openly gay male Winter Olympics champion Mm, Radford took gold at the Pyeongchang uh, Games in the team f- uh, figure skating event uh, alongside his partner Megan Duhamel. Duhamel? Duhamel. The pair performed a beautiful routine to Adele's hometown glory. Oh, there's a, a link to a song. Oh, if I could, right, if yeah, only I could find that one. Um, yeah. US skater uh, Adam Rippon, the first openly gay athlete to reach the US Winter Olympics team, won bronze in the same event. He skated to Coldplay's O oh, and Arrival of the Birds by Cinematic Orchestra. They're not big around here, are they? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the team figure skating, which debuted four years ago, sees each nation compete in the men's, women's, pairs and ice dance routines. The team with the most points overall takes the gold. Oh, it's not really about him, is it? Uh, they, join, they join openly bisexual Dutch speed skater Irene Wust. Because that's like an, almost a, a Wust. That's the noise she makes as she goes along, <laughs> goes along the ice. <laughs> She's the nation's... <laughs> Well, she can practice, can't she? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you have to have? You've got to have a name that goes with your sport. (laughs) Whoosh. (laughs) Anyway, uh, and does she practice in Amsterdam? (laughs) On the canals? I have no idea. I can't see. (laughs) Is it time we've had some socks? It's the All Out Radio Show. We've kind of recovered ourselves now. Um, yeah. With a bit of Jessica, we haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit more sober, soberosity. Um, sobriety. That'd be the word, wouldn't okay, it? Okay, yeah, could mm. be. Whoosh. The, um, uh, people are tuning in now going, what on earth is going I know, on? Yes. I know. Well, um, congratulations to her for getting a medal. That was Jess Glynn, and we've got some more Jess Glynn coming up with uh, Rudimental. Fab. Is that is that for somebody in particular? That would be someone who doesn't live in New Mills, as you told them they did earlier. <laughs> but they did, they missed that because they weren't tuned in. No, they so, weren't. So we yeah. won't tell them. But, that, that, no. Meanwhile, the chapel in the frith, posse in the posse, indeed. Yeah. So William, your song's coming up in a minute. Um, but uh, there's been a, a serial killer in Toronto, mm-hmm. a gay serial killer, and they've now charged a man with six murders. Do you, do you? I'm not going. I'm staying here. Uh, Canadian police have laid an additional first-degree murder charge 
the different varieties, isn't there? Of, there is. of murder that's, in, that's in, like uh, he's done it deliberately. Oh, really? Oh, I think well, that's how you, you with the American legal system. Well, there you go. Yes, maybe. Have you been charged with something before? Yes, yeah, a bit on me. Yeah. You just watch CSI, <laughs> don't you? That's all it is. Uh, MacArthur, Mr. MacArthur. Oh, Bruce MacArthur, sixty-six. Now currently faces a total of six charges for killings targeting gay men in Toronto. Police identified the sixth suspect. Oh, I should really read these before I start. Yeah, I'm thinking about uh, this one. I'm about to do. Gandharaj Navaratnam, who disappeared in Toronto Labour Day in 2010. His remains were among those found early this month by police on a property linked to MacArthur. Wow. Dear. On the 8th of February, police say they found the remains of six people at the home of elderly residents who stored Mr MacArthur's landscaping equipment. Oh, yes, what are you digging now? Oh, yeah. just a grave. Uh, in exchange for free lawn care. I'm not surprised he kept the lawn. Oh, it's dear, pristine. Dear, dear. It's awful, isn't it? Six. Uh, they'd, already re- reckon- they'd already got some of the remains and launched a massive investigation that spans across Canada's largest city to search for more victims and are combing through missing persons reports dating back decades. He could have been doing it for decades. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, it, it, well, what can I say? Shocking. No, not well, a lot you can go, say to that, is it? going from one continent to another, um, the Pink News has uh, Australia's first transgender priest, who is uh, Joe Inkpin, um, and the first out transgender priest in Australian history. Um, she discusses after with an interview with ABC how she used to wear clothes she found in her grandmother's house in London. Well, she came a long way, didn't she, to do this? Um, anyway, she had uh, loads of gorgeous dresses and it just made her question her own identity. Oh. Uh, now, the first Anglican priest in Australia discusses how she also wore... God, she, she just wears a lot of clothes here. Uh, a Norman soldier costume for a fancy dress made by her father. What's going What's on with this? Where I know, it, where, it's, get to it's gone from one thing to another. I'm trying to get to the bit about religion. Um, part, of my, part of the story of my life, she said is trapped in a false costume encased in something that doesn't fit my spirit. So, good on her. Uh, She decided to come out and transition in her 50s. So, um, congratulations. I read, or in fact I watched uh, and then read, uh, a brilliant YouTube video by Claire Birkinshaw this week. And uh, she is a trans uh, school teacher, I think Mm -hmm. she's a teacher or headmistress, in Hull. Right, a connection of hope, yeah, uh, and uh, it was about her and um, process of transitioning and knowing from a really early age, I mean, like four or five, yeah, that uh, she didn't want to be the the little boy that she was uh, back then, and so there was a big story. It's 2016, it all really happened, but then there's this really lovely long YouTube uh, speech that she gave. It's a bit like a TED talk kind of thing yeah. about why and the different things that people said to her and it was just really heartwarming watching the the stuff that you know the first time she's going people said don't transition don't transition in hall because you, you know you're from hall go go do it down south somewhere and it's like why yeah, what's it like yeah, you know yeah. and she's decided that she must do it in hall yeah i'm sorry if you can hear building work going on in the background yeah, so um <laughs> they're, they're locking us in, locking in and breaking <laughs> up the door yeah. um that she said no i'm i'm i've got to represent this community people need to see me doing this in my community not running away yeah and she did it at school and she went into school and kind of the first day sat in the car going i've got to go in this school now in a dress for the very first time and all the all the people just went Morning, miss. Yeah. Like that. But, you see, I think that is the way of it for a lot of younger people that it's, they don't bat an eyelid. And then there's still, but there's still this sad kind of, you know, you're gay, you aren't you, kind of stuff that yeah. goes on in the playground or whatever that is still seem to be discriminatory and everything. It's just like, we're moving, we're moving, slowly but surely, purely because of people who are, um, who are brave enough to, to take those steps. Indeed. Like uh, Henry from before. Yeah, indeed, yeah, yeah. Who's going to do really, really well. That's rudimental. For William in Living in Chapel. Living in Chapel? Listening in Chapel. Uh, So there you go. Marvellous stuff. And that's uh, special for him. Do you know where he went yesterday? Where? Lucky boy. He had a tour of Drax Power Station. 
it's in uh, in Yorkshire. No, it's brilliant. I'd love to go round. Well, there you go. Sorry, I, um, so really going round. What's what's in the power station then? Well, all the different things: the generators, the cooling towers, the way they make electricity. What was what is not to love about going round a big power station? I would love. I've been up a chimney in a power station <laughs> when you were young. in those Victorian times. Victorian yeah, times. So there no, there's one in is it Ferry? Not Ferry Bridge because that is that's where near where Drax is. There's one this side. Uh, near towards Liverpool is one big, the massive, really tall chimney up it, and mm-hmm. I've been to the top of that because the scouts, as you do, were doing a climb Everest sponsored climb Everest walk thing yeah. where they had to achieve the height of something tall. So they had to, so they used things like big chimneys to walk all the way up. We were in the lift, uh, and I was doing the first aid thing at the top, so that if they were a bit bit one when they got there, I could waft them down or give them oxygen or something. So yeah, so I've been to the top. How of amazing! That. I know, but seeing how amazing that you've that, that's amazing. Yes. You know, you think that it is oh, Fiddler's oh. Ferry. Okay, Fiddler's yeah, Ferry. But no, I'd love to go around tracks. So okay, then. me and you, William, will go one day. Right. Uh, so. Uh, we go. I've just been talking about uh, here on the LGBT show that is All Out Radio, the All Out Radio show. Been talking about uh, a trans school teacher coming out in Hull, um, which is a, and how the kids were great. And then you read this story, which is from Australia and, and, and the Pink News: junior school teacher to be disciplined after posting anti-trans comments online. So this is a junior school. So in fact, uh, it's a primary school teacher who posted transphobic comments online and misgendered a trans person faces disciplinary action. Good. Melanie Kennedy, who works at Pickering Brook Primary School, wrote the comments under an online news article. The article was about a trans woman who was sentenced to six years in jail in a men's prison facility. But Kennedy celebrated the move, writing, at least they've put him where he belongs in a male prison. That is what he still is. And the comment was liked by more than 40 times uh, by 40 people before someone flagged the fact that she is a teacher. And a fellow fellow commenter wrote, and you're a teacher. Wow. Let's hope your son isn't transgender, wrote another commenter on the thread. Um, but she didn't stop there going, oh, yes, let's hope not. Uh, and then she's been, uh, user took the Pickering book page to alert staff. Someone else took it and then she's been disciplined uh, for spreading uneducated bile on Facebook. So there you go, which is awful. Still, uh, it's all you know, out there, isn't it? It is. And there's so many, de- you know, I think it's such a big debate to have. Uh, you know, educating people, you know, more and more. I mean, as we said about Henry earlier, I mean, there are just, it, people need educating. Yeah. And it needs to and be talked about. We're I lucky think. we live in Manchester, really, aren't we? We choose to live here and generally it's accepted and, you know, everyone rubs along quite nicely. But doesn't take far to get out of it no it doesn't out no, of Manchester that's, that's to figure out that it's not thing. as lovely as it could be yeah well we're not in Australia I suppose that's that's Thank handy heavens, just of all mercies yeah okay I've, again in pink news uh, gay themed if it could <laughs> I hate technology gay themed you're adverts. not doing really well with your I'm not I'm doing hopeless you? truly hopeless uh, dominate the list of those um, that attracted the most complaints last year the UK Advertising Standards Authority released a list of the 10 adverts which received the most complaints from the public. Oh, yeah. Three ads with LGBT themes made the top 10 this year. As I don't watch the telly that much, I wouldn't have a clue. Have you, have you got them? Are you going to Ivan? Uh, no, I can't find them. You, you'll be able to find them in a minute and you can, you can tell everybody. They're, they're, they're here. There's a couple of blokes kissing. Um, God knows what it's for, though. <laughs> oh well, well researched piece of news there, Ms. Mooney. Excellent then, stuff. Well I think done. I'll start talking about ice skaters. Back to the ice skating. Ice skaters from, from yeah. the Netherlands. Although you have to forgive me because my my iPad's just gone all doulas basically. But there are adverts there for Aladdin. I can see. Where's Aladdin? On oh, that? the long running, a much oh. maligned ad campaign for Money Supermarket. Oh, the one where... Um, uh, which features men mi- dancing in high heels. Yes. Racked up uh, a massive 455 Why? complaints last year. It's putting in second ever. place. Oh, behind uh, an ad for KFC. A KFC? I found it in the end. I know. Have you, have you, obviously, you've heard about the KFC debacle. Well, absolutely. What amazed me about the whole the whole situation at KFC is that um, oh, the chicken they, shops were still open. N- no, they, they, they call them restaurants. Yes, <laughs> I just got them, I'm thinking the cafes are they just cafes? Not even that, are they? Just takeaways. But yeah, oh, bless them. I mean, I'm sorry about people who've, who might have lost their jobs through it, but um, but it was 
yeah. it was a crazy situation. But did you see the uh, advert um, that they then put out yes. where they yeah. rearranged the their KFC? Different, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they did. That's, uh, that's <laughs> ruled down to DHL, apparently. So, yes, lots of um, letters. Right, uh, another piece of news that came out, because it was Valentine's Day uh-huh. not so long ago. Did you get anything? I did, thank did my, you. Did my present arrive? No? Your bouquet? <laughs> did you get my bouquet to you? Uh, it was yeah. me. It was me. <laughs> Hello. 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 Is that you? <laughs> it was me thinking it was someone else. Uh, so, yes, uh, on Valentine's Day, Tom Daly and uh, Dustin Lance Black. And His husband. Her husband are having a baby. Uh-huh. Former Olympic diver Tom Daly has announced that he is having a baby with his husband, screenwriter Dustin Lance Black. I just said that. The pair announced the news on Instagram showing a picture of themselves with an ultrasound scan. Uh, Daily wrote, Happy Valentine's Day, following, uh, followed by an emoji of two men and a child. A uh, very happy Valentine's Day from ours to yours, added uh, Lance Black. Uh, the pair are believed to be having the child virus surrogate. Uh, they celebrated, got married in 2017, uh, and uh, they've apparently looked into different ways of doing it and different laws. And of course, it's then caused outrage in the Daily Mail um, because uh, little John has gone. Uh, that's not right and that it should be man and a woman and you know only stable families can be from a man and a woman oh we are going kind of back thing. in time oh, aren't we, we? Just, yeah. it's like the 1950s all yeah exactly again. Um, just one thing about about um, families uh, and this isn't an LGBT thing but it was in the Huffington Post and it showed um, a scan of, of a baby and uh, <laughs> and the parents were discussing the baby's name right while the scan was being taken and uh, a nurse said to the to the parents, and what are you going to call the child? And they said, Frankie. At which point, the child turned around and seemed to give two fingers <laughs> to them. It's a great picture. If you find the Huffington Post, have a look for it. This is yes. the All Out Radio Show. It is indeed. We're hurtling towards the top of the hour. And Delroy will be on with the Caribbean Connection shortly. Very good. Do you know? Look at that. That's like radio, isn't it? I know. That's like we know what we're doing. Yeah, look at that's you. really good. Peer, peering over your reading glasses. And, uh, there, I am, and I'm trying to read another story from Pink News, and this is very going to make it very short. But uh, French far left politician Marion Le Pen. This is uh, the niece. Oh, I was this is of, Le Pen, uh, Marine Le Pen. Are they all called them? They all give me thems. Uh, it seems to be. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway, she was uh, in America and was cheered by crowds at a US conservative conference as she lashed out at gay families and vowed to take our country back. I'm oh, take our country back. Mm. Uh, oh, we love that. It's just that keeps going. Actually, did you see Donald Trump? There's some pictures of Donald Trump in the press today and um, he's uh, really concerned about his hair oh. at the back. Oh, he was rubbing it, wasn't he? Well, because basically he's going a bit bald at the back. A bit bald, he's bald all over. He must be bald at the front as well. It comes from the him getting on a plane, doesn't it, with the wind and it blew and everyone could see that actually he is, uh, he's just combing it all over. He does yeah. need to do something with it, doesn't he? He's a complete nutter. <laughs> Never mind. Right, uh, so uh, we're coming towards the end. Uh, tonight, um, do you know Chris Hoyle, we've friend of the show we've had on yes, before? Yes, who did that amazing play about... Um, oh, it was, it, was, it was kind of starting the play, wasn't it, about spirits in America, Native Americans? Uh, the, we had they, him on a few years back. Down in, uh, in the Irwell, was that the ones in the... Mm, yeah, indeed. In the circus that, or yeah, something? exactly. Well, he's written another one. He's a very clever boy. Semi-autobiographical. Ah, right. Do you know he was in Coronation Street? I didn't know he was in Coronation Street, no. In the 90s, he was in Coronation Street as a paper boy. Uh, And uh, he then, because he then got money and discovered... you know, he, he uh, came out and he was discovered the village and so he's, he's written a play that's based on 90s clubbing in gay Manchester right which is my era somewhat okay. uh, and <laughs> did so you meet him? Yeah, no I think I did <laughs> that's the, I've seen a picture I thought oh you were in Manto's the same time as me so yes uh, he was in 1994 aged 14 mm-hmm. he was cast as the newspaper boy in Coronation Street and thrust well and truly into the limelight a lad from working class family from Manchester now had attention and money like I'd never known before for, and he was out every night dressed head to toe he says in Com de Garçon which was there was a shop on the corner of Arkwright Gardens in the is it Arkwright Garden uh, at the back of Kendall's not CNA not, C- not, co- not coats and outs no <laughs> and he'd be at Manto's Paradise Factory Danceteria and Flesh that's where I used to go that's all my places I used to go and so he's um yeah, he's written a play about that and it's on at some venue I've not heard of before 53 which is, oh 
Number 53 is, though, isn't it? 53-2, yes. Which is, is it under, a car park? I think it's... Well, is it underneath um, the arches, is it? Underneath the arches. In, uh, in, yes. <laughs> yeah. Near right. Beetham Tower. Is it? Right, yeah. fine. I'll take your word for it. You know where the back of the... Uh, you know where the BP, the Britain's Protection? Yes. Just across the road from there in a car park. There you go. And it's a Great. new centre and arts thing that they've started there. Brilliant. So we're going there tonight. OK. It's part good of Nelly's see ongoing... See out to see... 50th birthday Theatre. Theatre, darling. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Marvellous, darling. Yourself, what will you be doing? Uh, tonight, um, I'll be with my beloved having, um, having a nice little... How is she? Um, she's not too bad, actually, but the... Um, Tell you this. Oh, 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 sh- <laughs> everybody huddle in. <laughs> just say it's nothing just like that. What is it? But, um, now that the she had um, the uh, wind windscreen windscreen no the window cleaner that's what I'm thinking of uh, came round to do her windows and in a gust of wind his ladders fell. Oh, he's getting like Corrie. On top of a car. Luckily, oh, no. she wasn't in it. I know. How's I know. the car? Uh, car's not too good and we'll need to go in for repairs. But um, how's how the, dangerous how's is that? Oh, he's fine. He wasn't on him. Oh, OK. <laughs> I had a minute, you know. I know. Moments of concern. Bless you. I know. Um, but yeah, so uh, so she's uh, she's coming over in a, in a rather... And a car that's just a little bit bashed before she gets the... Uh, the higher car next week. Uh, just going to give a mention to uh, LGBT History Month is uh, storming to an end, and there is an event all weekend at Weaver Hall Museum in Northwich. I know it's a little trip out, but it's very pleasant to get to get over there. Uh, and there run is the by new, body there is the new bypass around down the A five five six, which I came back on. Actually, I've never been on it for ages, oh, but yeah, so I came back on that. Yeah, and it's got films on, it's got talks on, it's got a few workshops. Um, I was playing at it last night, and it was great. It's got a really good atmosphere. It's lovely, so uh, and it's free to go. So if you if you're in Northwich or you fancy a little trip out, trip go out. to the Weaver Hall Museum. It used to be a workhouse. By oh, all so suits, suits, suits you well. There you go, I remember it well, Dear. obviously. Excellent yeah, stuff. Yeah. And uh, who have we got coming up on the next show? We're I don't back know, in two I think you time. know, don't you? We have uh, an LGBT Muslim group coming on. Wow, yeah. brilliant. So, because uh, there's, there's been the story on Coronation Street uh, of um, Ali, is it Ali? I don't know. Kate and Ali, one of them. So, yes, um, so they're not coming on. That'd be right. great, wouldn't it? Uh, but an LGBT uh, Muslim support group, they are coming on to talk about them. Okay. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so uh, we're looking forward to that. I know. We, well, Two we weeks' keep time. Talking to different groups, and it's always great. Nick, of course, if you want to, uh, if you've got a group that you're part of, LGBT group, uh, get in touch. Um, we might always have you on as well. We'll have anybody on those, won't we? Yes, we will. Excellent. As stuff. you know, because we're on. So uh, have a good uh, have a good two weeks ahead. What have you got on? Apart from going to the theatre. I don't know. Okay. I'm down in that there London quite a lot weekly. Okay. So yes, I'm going Enjoy. to London. It'd be fabulous. Yes. So we're going to finish with um, uh, one of our favourite tracks. Yeah. A bit of good old Bonnie Tyler. Thank you, so Bonnie. We'll see you in two weeks. Well, thank you so much for Henry coming on. Yes. Uh, if you haven't missed, if you haven't got all of the show, it'll be up later on as a podcast and a mixed cloud thing for you to stream. Um, but stay tuned for uh, Delroy, who's on in with Caribbean Connection in a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. 